look there this morning, I was not in the Mediterranean Sea. I was in a little place. How many of you knew there was a Titus, Alabama? As soon as I started to see it, I like, I got to go to Titus. Y'all, I went to Titus. Okay, next. I mean, hey, I drove to Titus. If you blink, you'd miss it. And, and there was a sign and there was a lot of farmland. I mean, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a fascinating trip. I don't encourage you to go anytime soon. But anyway, Titus. Well, Titus is found in our Bibles. It's a, it's a little bitty epistle written to give leadership to the church. Uh, there's this guy, of course, his name's Titus. It's attributed to him. Uh, there's another protege he had. His name was Timothy. And they were mentored. They were discipled by a guy named Paul. And Paul had these two guys. And, and Paul, uh, he had Timothy. And we read First and Second Timothy because of him. And they're great letters uh, to us in the church and about leadership in the church and how we should manage. And Titus, uh, as I studied this, they say Titus was probably more mature than Timothy. And, but they both had challenges that they had to deal with. So we're just going to kind of dig into that. Today we're going to go verse 1 through verse 9. So if you'll just open your Bibles, turn over to the book of Titus. And uh, so it's, it's like First and Second Timothy, and then you see Titus right there. And we'll try to uh, get into this. I, I've actually changed the name, the title today. I've got it called Commitments of a Faithful Leader. But if I retitled it, if I preached it tomorrow, I'd call it Leadership Living. So you could just put that at the top. See, I had to turn this in early in the week, so then as titles come, you just go, hey, this, this fits better. Because sometimes if people see this, they go, well, this is good to know, but it's, it's not for me. Oh, yes, it is, because we're not to be ignorant, my brethren. We're to know the Word of God. And God's people said, and you know, so, I mean, you know, like you're saying, well, I don't want to be a pastor. I don't want to be a worship leader. I don't, man, I don't want to be a student pastor. Like, I, I, don't, even, I don't even like you, Keith. I mean, yeah, but the, the thing is, or, hey, I don't want to be an elder. Well, God says aspire to leadership, but become like that. So Timothy here is laboring in Ephesus, and Titus here is on this uh, small island there at Crete in the Mediterranean Sea doing his thing, and there's a number of churches there, and the church is really chaotic, and it needs some organization. So he sends him there, and he goes, if you go there, I'm going to be able to help you. So uh, uh, here it is. Titus had been won to Jesus Christ by the Apostle Paul. Paul won so many people to faith. I mean, they're not recorded all in Scripture. I, I can't imagine what an evangelist he was. I mean, just so many took the name of Jesus. He, he changed their lives because of the uh, effective, powerful preaching of the Apostle Paul and the difference that Christ had made in his life. And yet, uh, some of the stories, when you read Scripture, all the stories not there, but they had attended the, the council there at, at, at Jerusalem. And uh, so Timothy and Titus had hung around Paul. They, they had listened to his preaching, to his exposition, to his exhortation. Uh, I'm sure they went and they prayed over people together. How I many of you would like to have the Apostle Paul come pray over you? You, you think that would be kind of powerful? I mean, that would be kind of cool. And then this Timothy guy and this Titus guy, man, they were just real strong guys. But, but let me tell you something that's a little interesting. Today is Family Sunday, uh, although it's snowing. Maybe that's why God's keeping the kids away. But it's kind of interesting. For, for the Jewish people, they got into this thing called circumcision, and I'm not going to explain circumcision to you. Don't worry about that. But, uh, but they were into that. So Timothy, so he could really connect with the Jewish people, he goes and he has this process done because he's in the synagogues and he needs to have that. Well, then Titus, uh, man, Paul is so clear. He's like, look, I don't want you circumcised. I don't want this mixed in that there's circumcision plus Jesus equals eternal life. He's like, we're not going to do that. I mean, I don't know how many people would sign up if we said, hey, we got a circumcision row down here. Anyway, just think about it later. But, uh, but let's, let's look at this book together. Here he starts in verse 1. He says, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, 
for the faith of God's elect and the knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness. A faith and a knowledge resting on the hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised before the beginning of time. And in his appointed season, he brought his word to light through the preaching entrusted to me by the commands of God our Savior. So he, he begins, Paul refers to himself, if you want to begin to fill this in, I think it's interesting. He calls him, he's, in the Greek he says, you're doulos. And doulos means you're a bond servant. Now, a lot of people in, in our day that we live in 2009, if I go, you're a slave, you're a bond servant, you go, I, man, I don't want to be anybody's slave. I, I don't want to be a bond servant. Well, this is really an endearing term because that's exactly who he is. He's a bond servant to the Most High God. And so as I was studying this week, I got to thinking about you and I are slaves to something. What are you slaves to? You, you could be slaves to food. You could be slaves to different addictions. You could be a slave to Jesus Christ, which would be an awesome thing. Or you could be a slave to pornography. You, you could be a slave to any number of, of things in this world.